there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Now your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddie, Jeff Dye and Freddie Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Wrestling with Freddie, now Wrestling with Friends. And this week is a very special episode where we take questions from you, the people, the People's Republic of Wrestling with Friends. Mr. Jeff, how are you, sir? I'm feeling good, buddy. I'm excited to talk to the people, to talk to well, the people that get to listen to us talk about wrestling. Well, I'm going to summon my inner Vince McMahon, and I'm going to tell you, oh, I'm not excited to speak to the people. Screw the people. What I think is the only thing that matters. Their opinions are crap. Their questions suck, and I don't have to answer any of them. Uh, you know, Just we got to hear them out. We got to hear them out. Vince. All right, fine. God damn it. We'll <laughs> listen to a couple. Our awesome producer, United States veteran, Alexis Cardoza. We call him Big Al. We've never called you Big Al. Um, Alex, <laughs> is gonna re- Alex is going to read your questions, and uh, we're going to get right into him as soon as he's ready, which is right freaking now. All right, we're going to start off with a couple of Instagram questions that came in, and the first one's coming in from Lee 89 she asked, if AEW or WWE offered you a creative job right now, would you take it? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I'll start if you don't mind, Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah, they're asking you. Yeah, but I think it'd be cool to get your take, too. They might. I think stand-up comics are good storytellers, and that's what wrestling needs. Um, I think it would depend on the position and the amount of time. And here's why. One, I'm trying to get my own thing going. So legally, I wouldn't be allowed to if, uh, if I sign a contract. But let's just take that off the table and, and say everyone hated my idea and, and, I, and I can't make it. What, what would I have to do? I'm back in acting, first of all. I'm making a movie in February. I'm making another one this summer. So that it would have to be a friendly schedule. So. As far as the type of job, maybe if it was like, Freddie, we're going to give you three wrestlers that we don't really know. 
we don't have a story for, and we're not, we're not focused on them. Can you come up with something that if they, they challenged me, right? Like you try to get them over since you tell us on your podcast every week, we can't, and we suck. Show us how much you don't suck. If it was that kind of a thing and I could only work with those three and it was like, we were doing zooms and maybe there were a couple of shows I would go to and things like that, then hell yeah. Hell yeah, I would. I would take that challenge in a second. I would love trying to take the person that no one believes in and making the people believe in them and then shoving it in in the company's face. I mean, that was the whole Jeff Hardy thing. That was the whole motivation behind that was no one no one believed in him and, and Freebird was loved him. And he's like, hey, Freddie, you got to help me out here. You got to get a story for, for Jeff Hardy. And I was like, and everybody was like, yeah, good luck. And so- I wrote it up and I presented it to this guy, Chris Joseph, And he was like, dude, that's actually pretty good. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's pitch it. And we did. And, and Vince kept going for it and going for it and going for it until he said, nobody touches Jeff until Armageddon. And that's when we knew that Jeff was going to get the title match. Right? So if it was in that regards with WWE, where like, here's some NXT talent that we're bringing up, or here's like three wrestlers that aren't getting any TV time. Or here's Mustafa Ali, make, make us make him not lose, right? Like those would be challenges. I wouldn't just be like, yeah, I want to work with Bray, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. Like those guys don't need any help. Like they can do everything on their own. Um, as far as AEW goes, one, I don't think so because Tony Khan isn't looking for help, right? But let's say he was and play the hypothetical. That would be a more full-time thing. That wouldn't be just give me three wrestlers. I would say, Hey, let's you tell me who you want to wrestle at your pay-per-view and let me tell your fans why they're going to fight. That would have to be the the scenario, right? Like, okay, you book it because clearly you don't want to give that position up, but let me be the reason why, let me be your head writer. Let me write the reasons why these guys hate each other. Let me be the reason why Soraya is going to take the title from, from Jamie Hayter. Let me give you three stories and you pick which one, right? That, that would be a much different situation because WWE is very streamlined. They have a writer's room. Those writers would hate me the same way they hated me the first time I worked there. And trust me, they did. I had to earn their respect and earn just their like, um, and probably not all of them liked me by the time I left. Probably some of them, you know, were like, I never liked him. Ha ha. But AEW is different because they don't have that. There are wrestlers there that are doing all their own thing. Like, it's just like, yo, I'm writing my promo. I'm doing my own thing. So I would have to go in there and be like, here's what I think. I, I can't say the term that WWE would use, but say, put your fingerprints on it. They use a much more politically incorrect term in the wrestling business. <laughs> Um, but I'd say, you know, change whatever you want to change, you know, find the words that, that fit right for you, but here's the promo that I'm thinking about and then help shape and guide the changes they make that I vehemently disagree with. Right. Cause it's still at the end of the day, it has to be an environment that's conducive to success. I could write a monologue like nobody's business. Okay. But if you don't click with it, it's going to suck. And that makes you suck, right? So I'm not going in there going, look how great this is. It's me going, look, I think I have a great idea here, but it, you have to make it yours. So they would be two very different scenarios. WWE would have to be a limited thing. Here's wrestlers XYZ. 
and AEW would have to be, let me run the show. And even if it was just like, hey, give me Rampage instead of Dynamite and let me show you what I can do. And if I can bring those numbers up and bring and and make people care about the stories on that show, then let's start bleeding those into Dynamite and seeing what we could do. So they'd be two very different scenarios. That said, I don't think Tony Khan would ever go for that. And I really am like, it's not just like table talk. I, I really am trying to get my own federation thing going. I'm, I'm pretty far down the line with a couple different people. And I'm just kind of waiting for some some things to happen. Um, and I'm working again. So so it's tricky. Um, but yeah, I, I would if certain things didn't already exist. What about you, Jeff? Would you ever take a take a, a call? And and if so, would you take a job if offered to you? What uh, what's the definition of a creative job at wrestling? What's the definition? You would okay, you would be told we want Sami Zayn. And the Usos to break up, and we want Sami Zayn to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Will you come in and and writes and I wouldn't do the job. Right, I wouldn't take the job. Nope. If All right, what if it was me, smaller wrestlers? Nope, still wouldn't care. I don't. I'm in no. This is how this is how Jeff Die operates. I am in. I don't care about making Sami Zayn or any other wrestler a star. Like if they wanted me to be an announcer, I would love to do that. I would take that job in a second. Oh. I if they want to make me a manager of a, of a wrestler, oh, I'm I'm all in on for that. But just sitting somewhere and making other people sound funny on my jokes or making someone else sound interesting on my monologues, like I don't have any interest in doing that. I'm I'm you know Jeff I, just don't, I wouldn't I wouldn't like manager. it. Yeah, I would now love the manager that. thing would be tricky because you're so friggin' tall, you would <laughs> yeah, make a true. lot of the talent seem less formidable, right? But if you rep like a women's stable, that would be sick. That'd but if fun. you were on if you were on commentary, that would be that would be pretty dope. Also, if you don't I have to be the color guy, you could right. literally be the main announcer. And you don't also, have to know if, the name uh, of every move. If the um, if I became a manager for like a, a female wrestler, like I would I would just take HGH try to get jacked too. So like in case you know something happens, <laughs> I try to break it up. You know, but hey, nobody because I could be the I could be a big ass dude in the women's division. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you kinda, take you know, a bunch of HGH <laughs> you know, just walking in on peptides, yeah, they go, steroids, this guy, and hey, HGH. That, that manager's slowly getting larger, like a, like an NBA referee. You know, they used to just be dorks, and now they're all jacked. <laughs> like I would just every they're week. All on steroids yeah because i'm not going to be looking like these bodybuilders in the men's wrestling but if i'm a female wrestler manager they'd be like oh he's he's pretty big actually that's a big guy dude i could see you as a manager i could big time see you as a commentator that would i think fun. you would yeah you would kill i would take that. that job but i wouldn't take a writing job or i wouldn't take uh, any of that stuff just because i think it's i just don't think i'd be good at it either i, I don't really I, I like watch i like being a fan of wrestling i don't i don't think getting in there and trying to put my stink on it in the writer's room would be I because you guys have listened to me enough on this podcast and Freddie you've listened to me enough in regular life that I like terrible stuff in wrestling like my taste for wrestling is like they do hokey shit and I go I love that <laughs> like I yeah, love you like really the casket weird match stuff. you love that stuff yeah, like yeah. the brawl for all you know what I'm saying like you can't trust me in a writer's room <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come up with some terrible ideas <laughs> There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Next question, sir. This next question is for Jeff Dye. Having dated a wrestler, okay. how did that change your perspective Ooh. of the business? And this question is coming from one Mikey Mike on Instagram. Um... It didn't really change my perspective on wrestling at all. I dated uh, Becky Lynch, if if people are curious, and she's awesome. The only thing, um, the only thing, it actually didn't change my perspective at all. I will say that this is. I don't know if I'm. Hope I'm not sharing too much here, but like they would take it really personal. Like when her and Charlotte were like feuding, like they were. She, I would listen to her be like, I can't believe Charlotte's actually getting mad at me, and like she would like. I was like you guys do know this is a storyline, right? Like you guys don't have to actually be upset with each other for this to work. But I think it's like comedy or, or show business, or maybe even um, if you work at a warehouse or you work at target or you work at Best Buy, you get competitive. Like, right. You want to, you want the promotion or you want the raise yeah. or you want some position. And so that's just part of it for for them. So it's like they, like Charlotte had a difficult time that Becky was starting to become the face of the female wrestling thing. And so I did, um, I guess it wasn't surprising and didn't change my perspective, but it was interesting to see how much they genuinely like, you know, when when you're struggling on the roster, like it affects their personal life. Like they're really, they, their attitude gets back. And as they rise, they go, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's it's a little more real than I thought it was for sure. Now, you don't have to answer this question, mm -hmm. but I'm just going to throw something out there. I did notice when you and, and Miss Lynch were dating that her Twitter game was much stronger than when you broke up. You didn't have anything to do with some of those sweet tweets, did you? Nope. That you was don't all have Be to answer? Becky oh, is, sure. she's very, very funny, and she's very, very, uh, you know, like, very witty with that stuff. She was very good about keeping uh, her Twitter persona, like, uh, her thing. That's all Becky. Next question, sir. This one's coming in from Sierra Taylor Hodge on Instagram. If you both became an in-ring tag team, what would your name be? Oh, I already Whoa. know mine. What? 
Jeff Jackpot die, and every single one of my moves would have like an uh, some sort of money thing to it, you know, like oh he did the bank deposit, he did the bank deposit, you know, like just also so some sort of like money related stuff. Because I think Jackpot's great. It's about it's about being lucky. It's about winning. It's about uh, uh, you know, it's just a perfect kind of like name, Jeff Jackpot die. Okay, so. Josh Wolf and I used to do this years ago on on our old podcast, and he was his character's name was the producer, and I was Alexander Slamilton, and <laughs> all my moves were kind of like yours. Like I had the Bahamian banknote, and like I think he's on the the five dollar bill or the ten, whichever bill he's on. It was the five dollar thrill. Like I had all these. Oh, like, I love the same, the same kind of vibe, but I wouldn't be able to bring that persona into the ring. So I would have to be your luchador tag partner. Oh, I'd be so dumb. And my name from birth has always been in my lucha persona is El Güey, the dude. The dude. And so we would have to be the dude and the jackpot, like the butcher and the blade. And I would speak Spanish like in Mark Hamill's Joker accent. <laughs> that would have to be like, so it wouldn't be regular Spanish. It'd be like, como esta usted? And it would have to be very much like that so that no one would ever know it was me. And then the reveal would be, oh my God, it's the guy from fucking Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Holy shit. He's they a luchador. Yeah. And eventually, it. and you would be the one that betrays me, right? You'd take off the mask. I'd be like, no. Oh, no. And they'd be like, oh my God, that's Freddie Prince Jr. Oh my God. That's the guy from Scooby-Doo. He's got a lot of gray hair. Oh, oh my God. They'd Freddy, all freak out. I would never betray you, and I would definitely never demask a luchador. That would be some of our our nemesis. I would never do that to you. But that would get you over as a heel, no way, bro. dude. Disrespectful. No, you could you take the never, lucha mask never, off. Never. I love you. You're a good man. You're yeah, a good you're man, guy. Jeff. Dutt. What would you guys call each other then? Your entire team, the We'd Joker to- and the Jack, the Joker and the Jackpot. Oh, I love that. Yeah, baby. A bad Joker accent and Jackpot Jeff die. I or Jeff it. Jackpot die. Yeah, let's start it up. Let's call AEW. Say, listen, we got a thing. We got to start. No, let's call out. the Dubs, man. AEW. Yeah, I got. I really <laughs> got to start. Got to get out. to the gym yesterday if we're gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, sir. This one's coming via Twitter from Curious Dabbler. Was Vincent Kennedy McMahon stepping down the biggest single event in pro wrestling in the last five years? In the last five years, he, yes. Yeah, in the last fifty years. I mean. Hell, I, well, I guess he hasn't been doing it 50 years. But, yeah, Vi- I mean, Vince, you didn't know. But if you weren't a fan of pro wrestling, the only thing you associated to pro wrestling was Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon. Like, you would know those names, right? Like, people in Hollywood who shit all over wrestling and don't know anything about it, when I would say, oh, I worked for Vince McMahon for a couple of years, they'd be like, why'd you quit acting for it? I, was like, ah, I went and worked for Vince McMahon. They'd be like, oh, pro wrestling? And they would know right away. They would know not a single other thing about pro wrestling and crap all over and go, oh, it's fake. I'd be like, yeah, so is every movie you produce, Jagoff. Um, <laughs> I hate when people say it. It's so stupid. I'm like, yeah, yeah. every television show, including reality TV, is friggin' fake. Yeah. Every single Thrones. one. Game of Thrones, yeah, not real. You don't think they, they've they held a plane on the Amazing Race a few times to make sure the team they wanted to win didn't get eliminated? Like, <laughs> exactly. that, that shit happens, bro. Like, it's all fake. So, yeah, him stepping down, and especially the way he stepped down, had it been gracefully, 
and just been like, thank you very much. It's time for me to, to retire and, and hand this to my, to my family. It still probably would have been the biggest story, but anytime there's like scandalous stuff that, that, you know, gossip sites and, and national Enquirer type stuff want to talk about, and it's finally real instead of like made up stuff, then it's going to be, you know, 10 times as big. So for sure, the big sense, since he started the WWF, that's the single biggest event in wrestling. And that's too bad because it should be like the first WrestleMania or something like that. But unfortunately, it's, you know, he didn't he didn't make smart life choices. And also, uh, it's I, to everyone I've ever talked to who knows wrestling. I've never worked for anybody in wrestling, but like every wrestler I know, every person I know that's written for them, produced, whatever. They all said that Vince was the final say. Like he was just no matter what. If you just he didn't like it, it did. So to have yep. one guy be the thing that everything has to go through, he had his hands in everything. So for just to just to get rid of the guy who has been the final say for that long, it has to be the biggest thing. To the, to let Triple H finally get to you know call the shots and delegate responsibilities. Say okay, you can do this and you can do this. So we'll bring Shawn Michaels into this and fit. Finley will decide that like that's a that's a huge 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 um thing for wrestling. Shout out Fit Finley. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, this next one's coming in from Shashirali2001. Which rivalry? Yeah. Which rivalry would you really like to see in terms of storytelling and match quality? must be a WWE feud. All right. I know, first of all, which one I never want to see again, and that's Randy Orton versus John Cena because they did it for two years straight. Uh, <laughs> and it was boring after two months. 
Which WWE rivalry? Okay. You have to be kind of a, a new school and hardcore fan to go into this one for me. But if you watched NXT when it was good and you saw Sami Zayn's path to the world championship and you saw Kevin Owens' entrance into NXT and the beginning of these best friends rivalry, it started perfectly and beautifully. He hugs his best friend and then he gives him a power bomb on the apron of the ring and like breaks Sammy's back. And it's like, yeah, congratulations, champ. And they've had, they've been best friends and they've been mortal enemies ever since, going back and forth, back and forth to the point where Kevin, the last time they spoke, said, I don't even want to know you anymore. I don't want to wrestle you. I don't want to see you. I think eventually they're going to become friends again and then fall apart again. So, I'm not saying it's the greatest of all time because that's reserved for people like, you know, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and 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 people of 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 that caliber and these two men haven't had enough time in the company to establish that. But I will tell you this, I'm damn well going to watch it over the next 10 years and see where this rivalry goes between the friendship and rivalry and watch where it goes. Um because I love both those guys because they can both wrestle at a 10 and they can both talk on a 10 and they can both tell a story at a 10. So it may not be the greatest yet, but I think it has the potential to, and it's the one that I'm most excited to watch. What say you, Jeff? Well, if I could just do like fantasy, you know, like there's anything in the world, I would, I'd love to see Undertaker and Kane again. That was super fun. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart was huge. I, I, my, the, foundation of my wrestling love was Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. I remember just being like, no, I love these two. Why is this happening? So- temptation in your eyes. I saw it in your eyes. It was so over a woman. Good. It was over so a woman. Good. And then uh, obviously Stone Cold versus Vince. I don't know if it'll ever get as good as that rivalry. Like this just yeah. every week I couldn't wait for wrestling to start so I could watch how Vince was going to get his life ruined by Stone Cold. It was just so, so, so fun. That's um, oddly probably the best one ever, right? Because it was like wish fulfillment. Everyone wants to punch their boss in the face. It was and awesome. he actually was, got to. And also, I learned that he kind of, it seemed like a story they did a long time ago with a different guy. What was the guy who actually became an actual bounty hunter in real life? The old oh, wrestler. Dr. D? Yeah, Doc. No, is it Dr. David D? David Schultz? Yeah. Yeah, David Schultz. So I have a theory that uh, this the guy who slapped whole the persona, shit out of John Moffat or whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> it ruined his life. Um, but Fuck that, that like, guy. David Schultz, basically, like, that was Stone Cold. That that whole yeah. character is, is with. Wow, you're the, right. Even, even having the guns, like, he had guns and uh, <laughs> they went to his house, they casted him a fake wife and a fake kid that he'd be rude to. They like, did like, that. It was, yeah. It was perfect. But, anyways. Um, those would be the ones I'd love to see again, just because they were like magic. I'm not really good. I'm, I'm as the older I get, I get a little less patient with the rivalries. Like I, you know, Brock versus Roman. I don't want to see it again. I, I was, it just yeah. was too much yeah. for me. Um, but any of those old ones, I would love to see anything like that or those again if I could choose. David Schultz slapping the shit out of that reporter is one of my favorite moments in the history of wrestling. Because like. My whole thing is like, if I ever was interviewed by that guy, I would just shit on him the whole interview and call him out on his bullshit. Like, why would be my question? Like, you're, you were going after cigarette companies. Why would you go after professional wrestling? Like, everyone's in on the secret, even back then, even the people that didn't want to say it was, everyone knew 
So why go out there and just try to expose them like that? Like, who are you helping outside of yourself, right? Like, it's just you trying to get clout by destroying something that people love. I was so glad when he got the shit slapped out of him. Yeah. And I was even happier when he hit him the second time. I hated that they paid him off. I hated that he got a settlement. I hope his ears hurt for the rest of his life. Like, screw that guy, man. I think yeah, you go looking for trouble. John you find something. It. Yeah. yeah, man. Screw that guy. I hate that you can't guy. Come I hate- in and antagonize him and then cry that like something happened. Like the guy's asking for trouble. That other New York journalist that tried to like get him destroyed during the steroid trials, Mushnik, whatever his name is. Screw that mm-hmm. guy too, man. I remember Cornette cut a promo on him that was just freaking gold. Like just an absolute brick of gold. And I was like, man, I'd love to be in a room with that guy and just slap the shit out of him the yeah. way Dr. D did, dude. I hate well, both those guys. Screw those journalists. And the story goes that Vince told uh, David Schultz to do that. He he knew David Schultz was going to do that. He goes, yeah, go show him how real wrestling is. And so like, yeah. he knew David Schultz was going to keep that kayfabe. You know, like he, like it was in that time. Like you, you yeah, know, and then fired him for it. Yeah, and then he gets sent to Japan for a few years. Like, ugh, we might get sued for this. It's such a Vince move, but. Um, I love Schultz. I love David Schultz. Yeah, man. Shout out David Schultz. Next question, sir. All right. So our last question for this episode, and we're going to end on a good one. This one's coming from Daniel Zamorano. Oh, nice. Why was the brawl for all the best thing to happen in pro wrestling? You know, I like the idea of it. It was a epic failure it was terrible but it did stem from a good idea it did stem from the idea that like these guys have been doing choreographed wrestling and lifting weights and eating steroid burgers for the last 30 years they talking a big game back there they're talking a big game in the green room let's see who's really actually tough if we could put these boxing gloves on and do it so the idea was let's let's have bradshaw put his money where his mouth is let's have these guys earn their way to climb the corporate thing it was a failure. It was a failure and it was dangerous and it was reckless and it was stupid. But I think the idea is good. I think the idea is it stemmed from a good idea, which also is a nice callback to why I wouldn't be a very good creative at wrestling. <laughs> okay. Danielle, I'm so upset with you for sending this question in <laughs> and giving Jeff this, this soapbox once again. Yeah. It is the single. Worst moment in professional wrestling. Um, the idea is completely asinine that on the same show where you have choreographed fights, you're going to have a real one just to show that the bigger stars aren't as tough as the lesser stars, which is stupid. I'm going to make, I'm going to make, who, who was even in? I'm going to make the Godfather look tougher than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, why would you do that? If Stone Cold Steve Austin's supposed to be the toughest son of a bitch in the business, but he didn't have the guts to join the brawl for all because he's not a, like a real man. This idea is horrible. I hated every minute of it. I love the Godfather. I love Too Cold Scorpio. I know he I, he was in it. Remember that old vignette that Too Cold had where he comes up in the limo and the kids are late to school and he's like, you need to get in school. And they're like, are we going to go in the limo? And he's like, no, we're going to step. And then they just do the dance all the way oh, to school. I've never it takes seen like that, six days to go. Oh, I'm going to send it to you. It's great. I love Too Cold. <laughs> he used to do, you know, how like Hangman Page does that, that lariat, that slingshot, buckshot lariat, he calls it, where mm-hmm. he does a forward handspring over the top rope and hit you with the clothesline. Too Cold would grab the top rope 
and do instead of a forward handspring, he would do a full flip where his feet don't even touch the ground and frog splash you, dude. It was so he first his whole move set was ahead of his time, but too cold, way under WCW, too cold, best too cold. But he was way ahead of his time, way underrated, and uh, had to be in that stupid brawl for all the word. And by the way, I don't even think the origin story that was told on Vice is true at all. I don't think it had anything to do with JBL. I know JBL pretty damn well at this point. I did a show with them on A and E called wwe rivals and he's in every episode and that dude schooled me up on the history of business you calling vince russo a liar you're calling vince russo a liar yeah i don't think i don't (laughs) think that that's true at at all and i don't think it would get approved at all and jbl's not that guy like jbl talks about dudes beating the shit out of him all the time (laughs) like every conversation i have with him is like yeah you know, freaking shamrock choked me out in three seconds. Like, like he doesn't care. Like he doesn't have an ego like that. So I don't even know if, if the origin of it is, is as, as, as honest as, as people looking at stuff in hindsight, it's like the Shaq documentary that's out right now. And Shaq saying, yeah, I knew this and I knew that. That's why I did this. That's why I did that. I love the Lakers. I love Shaq. A lot of that is bullshit, man. Like that's hindsight. And you going, yeah, because A, B, and C happened. I'm going to put my own spin on it to show you why I created that situation. Like, not a lot. I hate it. A lot, a lot. They rewrite history because they're the only ones left to tell the stories. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so yeah, man. No, uh, I hate your question, Danielle. You are you are uh, you're ban- you're banned from the show forever. I'm gonna find out how you listen to the show, and I'm gonna do whatever Dana Dana White does to the people that stream his his pay per views illegally. You should also know that when I the, if you go back to the episode when this was talked about, Freddie told me he hated me. <laughs> so you, you, you know you're you're in good company, Danielle. Yeah, know and I and I still love him. So you can be on the <laughs> ship with with Jeff on his Mexican cruise, and you guys can tell brawl for all stories. It'll be Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Thank you for your written in questions. We appreciate you guys. We love you. We're going to two part this because we also have our voicemail messages that we're going to get to in next week's episode of Wrestling with Freddie, Wrestling with Friends. You guys are awesome. You guys gave us a lot of laughs today. Appreciate you guys. Danielle, I don't hate you at all. You're super cool. And I know that you were just doing that to be a jerk. And I like jerks. So way to go. Mr. Jeff, you got anything to say to the people before we leave? If you're in Cleveland, Ohio, or the greater Ohio area, I will be at Hilarity's Comedy Club celebrating the New Year's with you guys. Um, so come on down to that. Come come, come, hang with Jeffy if you're, if you're around for New Year's. That's, that's this that, country, bro. That's Miz yeah, country. That's Miz. Dolph Ziggler country. That's Alexa Bliss country. We'll get them at the show. Get them at the show. Let's try to get them there. LeBron's old stomping grounds. We wish you guys the happiest new year ever. Hope you guys party with people you love. I hope you get drunk with people you love. If you smoke pot, I hope you smoke pot with people you love. If you smoke cigarettes, even though I wish you wouldn't, I hope you smoke a cigarette with someone you love. Just don't blow it right in my face. It's disrespectful. This ain't a 1920s mob movie. We'll see everybody next week right here on Wrestling With Freddy. Wrestling With Friends. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling With Freddy. Twitter is WWFreddyPod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart.